0: Today with Joe Nash on live ninety-five
1: with Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Line over the weekend. Well, as I mentioned, this week is expected to be the worst of the year for those working in A&E at University Hospital Limerick and other emergency departments right across the country with trolley numbers already very high and the flu, of course, doing the rounds. We could be facing a tough few weeks for sure in January. Limerick Sinn Féin, TD Morris Quinlevin says last year's trolley figures for Limerick are a national scandal and he joins us in the studio this morning. Morning, uh, to chat more about it. Good morning to you, Morris. Good morning, Joe. Um, Good morning, How are you doing? Um, what did you make of uh, the publicity over the last 24 hours about Cork and the concerns they have down there about the ED at the Mercy and Cork University Hospital? They're saying that that's getting out of hand, but the truth is it's nowhere near as bad as it is at the emergency department in
0: Limerick. Yeah, I think um, from what I'm hearing this morning from nurses in the hospital today, it would be the worst day ever recorded probably over 90 people on beds on without a bed which is the highest ever we've had um this is after coming from 2019 which is the worst year we ever had um, And and the figures haven't just slightly increased they've massively massively increased and we're now heading into the situation in Cork if if re- replicated in Limerick you know where I understand they're going to cancel elective surgeries for the next two weeks. Um, there's a crisis down there, but there's nowhere as close to, to Limerick. Unfortunately, Limerick has been ongoing for a number of years. I do know there's a number of um, solutions in the pipeline, but they're not going to deliver for 2020, unfortunately. And we do need a specific government intervention. Now, we talk about 60-bed modular unit, and now there was conflicting reports about that in, in national media on Friday, whether it'll be delivered in 2020 or not delivered in 2020. There was a clarification from UHL, so I mean, we we all want to see that delivered. That would be um, very very helpful on uh, getting, you know, the number of people out of the trolleys. The new MRI is, is being delivered. Um, you know, I, I assume that will be up and running in the next couple of days, hopefully. Um, at least in the next week or two. It's coming from Letterkenny. Kenny, but look, again, the, this is another case of the government reacting too slowly and not adequately because that is only going to be put in on Monday to Friday, 9 to 5, which sounds bizarre in a 24-7 hospital that we have we have in DoorDog. So, so
1: the new MRI unit, I, I, I actually thought that that had gone in. Or hasn't no, hasn't
0: Oh, it's um, look, it could actually be in situ, but it's not It's not operational. It came from Letterkenny. Um, I know last week it wasn't in because I saw pictures of where it was going. Um, I know the staff were on to me the other day saying it hadn't actually arrived. Now, it could have arrived since then, and I'm hoping it has arrived since then. I understand it left Letterkenny, so it probably is in Limerick. Um, but that's a temporary know, temporary, I don't know what that word means, temporary, on, on this uh, this occasion. But what I do know is it's only going to be operating nine to five Monday to Friday, which is bizarre because we do need it. One of the main blockages, as we've been said for a number of years here, is the lack of MRI services.
1: Now, people might wonder why I was able to so confidently state that this is expected to be the worst week of the year at the emergency department. And it's because... It's the worst week every year, isn't it? The first full week of January.
0: Yeah, it doesn't always ha- it doesn't always be the first the worst week. It's it's a pretty bad weekend. As from I'm hearing from the nurses this morning, it is the worst day we've ever had. You know, they're talking about ninety plus. You know, they're going to double confirm those figures, But You're talking about ninety plus, on Harley's in one hospital in the state is just absolutely incredible. I think you know. I don't think the teacher because he's his eye on the ball on this one. You know, I've spoken to myself in the doll on a number of occasions. Um, the minister for health, I think, is way out of his depth on. On this issue. Look, I have no confidence in him but I've said that for a number of years now at this stage. Um, I think there needs to be a special intervention from government into this and it's simply not good enough that we're told okay, it'll be sorted by 2021. We're in 2020 now and we need to have a solution now to to a lot of the issues.
1: Well, one thing I want to do is to be sure we don't get away from the human factor here because it can happen in these discussions because you start talking, obviously and understandably, mm. about stats and equipment and yeah. uh, all of that. Let's hear from Marie McMahon, who we've had on the Remarque Today Show in the past uh, and uh, whose uh, husband passed away.
2: People up to now have been frustrated. They're being frustrated, obviously, with the conditions in the, in the department. They've then been even more frustrated when they try tried to contact the hospital to raise their issues. Um, and, you know, we're not going away. I don't care if I'm the last person standing. I'm not going away. What what happens to my family, we can't come back from it. But there's loads, lots, lots of families out there suffering the same fate. I mean, when you have somebody tell you, if I have to go to an ambulance and go to Limerick, I'm not going, I'd rather die in my bed at home. That says everything, and that the management can sit back and accept that, and call the likes of me a troll and somebody external to the hospital system. I'm trying to do my best in my husband's name to prevent other people going through it. I'm not there. I'm not getting a salary. Neither are any of the workers involved. Or the, the, the sorry, the volunteers involved. We're doing it because we care. Not because for the glory or whatever. If they turn it around, great. Simon Harris visited Nothing's changed. These unannounced visits, they're nothing. They mean nothing to me. If Uh they want to know what's happening, speak to us.
1: Marie McMahon, whose husband unfortunately passed away on a trolley and she's been involved in the Midwest Hospitals Group campaign uh, since that point and uh, has been on this and indeed um, other media in recent times. And just to emphasise that we are talking about real people and real situations and it's ongoing, Maurice Quinlivan of Sinn Féin.
0: Yeah, look, I know Maria. I know, I, I knew her husband, her husband before he died, I knew them when they lived in London. Um, I've met her at the campaign, she's involved in the Midwest, you know, met our health campaign. You know, what happened to her was shocking. Um, I get a horror story every day, probably, probably more than one horror story every day, you know. Families will reach out to you in a, uh, what's the word I'd like to use, totally stressed situation because... They never believed it would happen to a family member of them that they were out for four, five, six days on a trolley waiting for... They don't even know what they're waiting for, you know, the lack of communication...
1: Yeah, I have to say on Friday's show, we as the show was um, going on, um, we had mentioned the Irish Examiner story, which had um, quotes from Colette Cowan, an interview that had been done by the Irish Examiner, um, in, in the course of which, and the headline certainly stated this, um, it was said that the 60-bed modular unit, um, a, which was due, we believed, to be up and running by the last quarter of 2020, this year now. Um, it was suggested that, no, it would be 12 months away, which would take it into 2021. But there was a pretty furious reaction to that. Um, The Minister's Department, their spokesperson got on to us, said that is not the case. This is still due for the last quarter of this year, 2020. Um, We also heard from uh, UHL themselves, the hospitals group, saying exactly the same thing. It is not the case. Colette Cowan did not indicate that it would run into 2021. This is expected to happen in 2021. What's your
0: understanding? Well, I don't really know, to be honest. Um, Click Home came out strongly on Friday saying it would be the end of 2020, but she didn't really clarify there, would that include staffing? Uh, the nurses haven't told me, for instance, that they've been consulted about the new unit and they'd be ready to rock and roll when that's there. Would the staff be hired? Because we all know that you can build whatever you want to build, but if you don't put the staffing in, if you don't put the equipment then you're on a height to nothing. So, look, I'd rather hear from the nurses as well as the hospital authorities themselves. And, look, I, I repeat my call. The minister needs to come down. I think he should come down with myself. We should go. We don't. It, it can be an unannounced visit to UHL. He needs to come and see exactly what's going on, what people yeah, go through.
1: But the uh, minister and the minister spokesperson on Friday on this show said, "Look, others and other politicians, <laughs> um, uh, other governments did nothing about this. He, the minister, is taking action to it, try and address it, 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 it the." It was an
0: a bizarre uh, statement from the minister on Friday. I thought, to be honest, because he, the people he was dissing in that statement, was his previous health ministers, which is James O'Reilly and Leo Vratker They took t- current t- T-shirt. The current Taoiseach can't wash his hands of this. Well, he, no,
1: I think doesn't isn't he going back even further than that? Isn't he suggesting well, that he reconfiguration he, he, he was announced it. under
0: you know a, a uh, Fianna
1: Fall led government and that there were commitments made about the number of beds that would come into the system to take account of what's happening at UHA and, and those commitments weren't met at the time because of the economic crash. Well
0: that's simply true as well, like because when, when the reconfiguration came around, when they closed the Nina, and St. John's, everybody who knew what they were talking about said this was going to happen. No one predicted the scale of the crisis that was going to happen, but we did predict there would be a problem, a massive problem, people would be waiting. We predicted this in 2017 when the new emergency department opened as well. I spoke to the Minister in the Dáil Chamber at the time, I I expressed concerns that the Nurses Union had that there'd be 24 plus people on trolleys and that was rubbish at the time. Now we would nearly wish there was 24 people and that was the limit we were talking about. We are now, as I understand from the nurses this morning, 90 plus people are on trolleys as we speak here in the studio at the moment. Um, The Minister then comes out with a statement on Friday and talking about previous ministers. In previous ministers, the last three ministers for health have been Fine Gael ministers. For the last 10 years it's been Fine Gael have, have been running the health department. There hasn't been the focus on Limerick and I think the minister, if he doesn't want to come down and, and, and meet people in yeah. Limerick. then See, A lot of local politicians,
1: think, you know, um, who of the government parties will say that they have done their best and they have lobbied and they have made um, certain changes. You know, the thing is, I suppose, we're approaching a general election. Let me ask you, a straight question. Do you believe that there are constituents of yours that will die in the coming weeks as a result of the situation at the emergency
0: department at UHL? Well, I don't want to frighten anybody, but the, the, the nurses will tell you, the stats will tell you, and the consultants will tell you, people die already. People die all the time because of the, the service they're getting. Not just in U, U, UHL, but in a delayed uh, admission to a hospital that deaths. And, and there's, there's proven statistics for that. You know, and unfortunately people will still die again. I know a lot of older people, including relatives of my own, who will not go to the hospital, who are being referred by their GP, but don't go to the hospital because they're afraid.
1: And based on that answer, would you accept that this is above politics in that sense?
0: Joe, I was in your studio here. I think it was four years ago, and we were here with a whole number of TDs, our members, senators, and we all agreed there was a bill above politics. But four years later, it simply has to be the political issue. I'm knocking doors at the moment. I was I knocked doors last since Friday. Two different sets sets, sets of doors I knocked on. It's the number one issue coming up because now it's affecting every family across the city.
1: Mars, what then can our TDs and senators from the Midwest, because this doesn't just affect Limerick, it affects the entire region, do on a combined basis, putting party and allegiances to one side to make it clear to the leadership of their own parties and the government ultimately, this is no longer acceptable to us in the Limerick region. You must do something about it, and it has to be done quickly.
0: Yeah, well I agree there. Look, we tried that during the summer again, you know, the the nurses and I facilitated a meeting in the I invited all the TDs from the Midwest, which would be Limerick, Clare and North Tipperary, Um, but half of them only turned up. Now there's reasons why some couldn't make it in fairness, Um, but others wouldn't even sign the letter the nurses' union asked them to sign, and that was for an independent really assessment straight into the hospital to see what we could do in the here and the now rather than talking about capital projects which will be years down the line you know. We need to get in there, we need to fund home care packages, we need to fund GPs properly, we need emergency intervention and that's what we need and we're not seeing that. Do Limerick lives matter? Well they matter dearly to me like you know and that's why I've been highlighting since I was elected in 2016 I raised this issue probably almost on a weekly basis in the doll There's nobody else has done it as, as much as I've done it. Um, you don't get in all the times you want to get in on it, but Limerick lives matter very, very much to me because these are people I know, these are older people in, in many, many cases, but it's it's a case of even a number of years ago it wouldn't have affected so many people, but now I don't. I haven't met a single family who hasn't had an older person or a younger child in the hospital waiting for unacceptable times to be, to be active. One
1: one other thing yeah. I just want to ask you about is a separate matter. We were reporting on Live ninety five News about uh, the shooting in the Lennon Avenue area over the weekend. Um, were you shocked to hear about it?
0: Well I didn't really hear about that shooting, so yeah. um, thankfully there was nobody injured. Yeah. But um, no, I haven't. I'm not aware of that. Okay, okay, that's fine. With the Guard, are ER looking into uh, that. Um, I, I was actually there on Friday, so I, but I wasn't aware that.
1: Incident, well, that happened, so. it happened since then, as far as I'm aware. Okay, um, I just wanted to mention that to you, just in case you were aware of it. Uh, well, listen, thank you very much for talking to us uh, about uh, the the big issue of this week, for sure, which is the the health issue. Uh, we appreciate your time, and we will certainly be keeping this very much on the agenda in the run up to uh, the general election. Um, Sinn Féin deputy Morris Quinlevan, thank you very much. Thanks. Jo